This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club. Because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. The Wednesday Week is sponsored by the Riverside Cafe. New outside bar, now open on match days. Ladies and gentlemen, and a very warm welcome to the Wednesday Week, the Sheffield Wednesday podcast. I'm Lord Hillsborough, and with me online, first of all, we have Mr. Richie Davis. Sticky, how the devil are you? Good evening, my lord. I'm fantastic. I hope you're very well too. And I'm, uh, I'm feeling the love tonight with a, a grumpy old owls with just, just, just the three of us. But um, you know, at least we can uh, whinge about the FA Cup for a bit. Feel my grumpy love, and um, <laughs> our other grumpy lover on the line is Mr. Marriott Jamesy Albin. How are you? Don't get me started on the FA Cup because I could fill an hour myself <laughs> telling you telling you it like it is when it comes to the FA Cup. How much you love it? How much you miss a romance? How much it just means to you? How much you remember playing the board game when you were a child? All that wonderful. Was there a board game? Did you never play the FA Cup board game? No. Enlighten that's, me. That's probably got more value than this season's actual FA Cup competition. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was pretty much like every other board game you played, which all are the same rules where you roll the dice and when the two dice fell, that was the score of the game. And if you won, you, you moved went forward. You went on around. Yeah, and then if you lost, you went backwards. Science. Science. <laughs> Never have so many six-all draws happened in actual football. <laughs> <laughs> um, right then, legends. Of course, we do have to speak about the FA Cup. Unfortunately, James, we do. And uh, of course, we're off with Popton Rillsborough. And to be fair, the first half was a pretty much a bit of a stalemate, a, a really stale stale mates wasn't it uh, both teams pretty much cancelling each other out nothing marvellous happened um, and then the second half happened and it all yes <laughs> there's really not a great lot to say about this game, there's not a lot to say about it uh, one little thing that I would like to mention from the Middlesbrough game is that uh, obviously Mr Wildsmith had a a bit of a keeper's blooper moment, didn't he? And he looked absolutely distraught, bless him, which I can understand. But I just really, really don't want that to undo all the incredibly hard work he's done this season because he's been brilliant, I think. He's come into an established team as a young lad and and I think he's, he's, he's not shown as a young keeper, has he? Uh, I think, up until I, that moment. I think it's unfortunate when keepers make a mistake. Generally, it, it you know results in a in a goal a goal against. Unfortunately, it's just one of the things. There's nobody covering. You know, like there is if it's if you make a mistake as a centre centre forward or a midfielder or whatever. It's uh, goalkeepers are a bit more um, a bit more exposed like that. 
Yeah, no, you're quite right. I mean, uh, one of the things that we've been sticking out just recently with these uh, these little videos of other games as well is is a lot of the saves that keepers make and and get forgotten. Uh, unlike obviously the goals do. Uh, I mean, we put a save out from uh, Mr. Pressman this week against Middlesbrough before the Middlesbrough game, uh, and that save was chuffing incredible. But nobody really remembers it. People, they're not remembered for those things. Are they just remembered for the mistakes, goalkeepers? Which is horrible. So, if anybody out there is friends, I'm sure Joe's probably listening but just in case he's not and anybody listening does know joe just let him know to keep his chin up and, and don't let it oh. trouble him because we're all still chuffing of it but but james has been very james has been very quiet during that middlesbrough what did you think of the game mate just for the record if joe Walsmith's listening now i can resolve this in two seconds joe don't worry about your mistake it doesn't matter it's the fa cup <laughs> no one cares no one will remember it. it doesn't it doesn't matter it doesn't matter right if i if i told you that i really liked apples and so I went out and I bought an apple tree. But I couldn't afford to buy any soil to plant the apple tree because I was spending it all on buying apples in the meantime. That would be a really silly thing to do, wouldn't it? That wouldn't make any sense. It would be a false economy. Trying, trying to get a run in the FA Cup for what? To bring in a million quid when we're chasing promotion to the Premier League, which is worth 200 million quid doesn't make any sense it's a false economy we are better off out of that competition <laughs> than we were in it uh it made it would have made no sense at all we'd have got accrington stanley in round four it wouldn't have would made any sense for us to for us to stay in that competition and um <laughs> you know what i think the the only um negative to be honest that i take from saturday and this is just Sunday. my opinion. I'm sorry from Sunday. Just my opinion. I'm sure many people will disagree with me. I think the only mistake that we made was playing a near full strength team. I think we should have played some more of the um, of the academy players, a few more of the players that have not had a chance, um, and then there'd be no worries about whether or not um, the the confidence knock would roll on into the um, into the league or anything like that, um, and we wouldn't have risked kind of getting any injuries or anything like that. So. Um, you know, I respect Carlos on most things. I think he got it wrong on Sunday. I wouldn't have played that team. Now, I don't want to give uh, James ammunition for his FA Cup gone. Uh, but, of course, the um, <laughs> the Brentford game has now been moved because, essentially, of the FA Cup oh, as well. Oh, bloody hellfire. <laughs> <laughs> So, of course, Brentford uh, do have to um, reschedule uh, because of this wonderful Romantic Cup, um, which, again, I still love. I'm, I'm, I don't care what James says. I love the FA Cup. I love it, love it, love it. You and me both. Absolutely. I, I, I think, I bet, Richard, I bet you buy your, your significant other flowers and, and you romance them. And, and, no, and no, no, no. No, and, I, don't do, I, I don't do any of that, no. <laughs> you save all that That's romance like... money for, for football tickets for the FA Cup exactly whereas James he wouldn't spend it on the FA Cup he'd spend it on his significant other it's bang it's wrong it's out of order um... <laughs> I, I, I don't, no worries I don't have a significant other um, can, can I just make the point off just the back of alcohol. this that um, I, I mean me and, me and alcohol have a you know a, a very loving relationship um, after this other? this after this Saturday the next time that we have a Saturday game is the 18th of February. We go more than a month without a game on a Saturday. Now, um, Sky are mostly to blame for that. However, I'm also going to waggle a little finger of blame at the FA Cup because that's responsible for one of those games now um, not happening. So we've got one, two, three, four consecutive Saturdays without a Wednesday game. What the hell am I expected to do for four consecutive Saturdays? My life's not that interesting. What on earth am I meant to do with four Saturdays? <laughs> well, what did you do this Come Saturday, on, UFA James. Cup lovers. James, come on, give James, us, give us out, some ideas. You can come out on date night with me and Paul if you like. <laughs> if that, would that work for you? Well, will there be booze? Well, 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 there'll be alcohol, yes. Yeah, I'm there. I'm... Did, did you say booze there? Yeah, I, I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah, with the Z. Yeah, Z. Yeah. <laughs> Oh dear. So yes, of course, we do have to say the proverbial, well, at least now we can concentrate on the league. And it is worth concentrating on this year, isn't it? Because we are in a very, very good position. And um, we have had a little bit of a, some wonderful news this week as well, which hopefully will do all the boys up too. Uh, Monsieur de Fessy and Monsieur de Hutch have signed brand spanking new contracts that are going to um, secure their services at Sheffield Wednesday right through until 2020, haven't they? Now, 
Of course. This um, news about Mr. Uh, Fernando was released released even uh, late last night. A weird one. Weird one, that, yeah. Midnight, wasn't it? Not, not sure what, why that one was at all. It's just a, 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 my first um, thoughts was it something to do with, you know, with, with the Thailand kind of thing or not, not sure at all in any way, shape or form about that one. Um, yeah, I wonder if it's something related to kind of the Thai angle. Um, um, they're, they're very superstitious. The, uh, the, the... <laughs> um, of course, after the wonderful Fernando news, we did get a little tweet from um, well saying breaking going soon, which is a bit of a disappointment in itself, if I'm honest. We need the Shatine back. That's Don't exactly we? what I did from our account. I thought we've got to re- resurrect the Oh, oh we, we're far too professional on the uh, on the Sheffield Wednesday Twitter feed these days. Bring back whoever was doing it previously, and let's I, just. I, I'll tell you exactly who used to do that. It was, uh... might not be a good idea after I've just called them unprofessional. Okay, fair enough. I'll not mention um... James, James Harkey's <laughs> Or even I'll talk even. But I do do miss that, I must tell me, because it used to be a little bit more interactive. Um, but certainly, we uh, we got that news that was another breaking thing happening. And, of course, it ended up being, being Sammy um, signing another deal as well, which, again, is just chuffing brilliant, isn't it? It really, really is. To get these, curious, uh, get these players secured, get their future sorted out and then we can concentrate on the football it really really is and and a lot of these players are on long-term contracts now aren't they so clearly fingers crossed we can see that uh, mr c is planning for the future um is getting these players in and this team could be together for a long long time couldn't he did, did we we had a fairly similar thing didn't we last january where um we had three or four key players signed up to to new contracts mm. and I remember we we were quite surprised about it a year ago because I think we were we were sort of used to the scenario where we'd generally be in the summer that a player's contract ran out before we'd renew it because we didn't really as a football club know whether we were coming or going for about 10 years did we we didn't you know, it, 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 you know the, where we were going in terms of ownership and stuff like that was really up in the air for for big periods and you know we've we've never really been uh, or certainly not for a long time being a club that's thinking genuinely about keeping a squad together for three four five years um and 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 it's still it's still quite novel to us isn't it it hadn't really crossed my mind other than the fact that i know that that, that obviously there's been a lot of talk about fessy and that there was a good chance that that was going to happen sometime around the start of the year but in terms of other players it just didn't cross my mind i didn't even think about well Will there be other players signing new contracts? Because you you don't. It's it's a really nice surprise, mm. and I think you know we've gone through a period of of two or three weeks where there's been a lot of negativity about the place again, and and a few people having a bit of a whine about it. Um, there's been a few you know I use the phrase keyboard warriors. Mm. A few people who've been yeah, you know really really um, over the top on 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 Twitter, and I think that have been. Um, uh, just, just unrealistic, really, in, in in terms of what they've uh, what they've been saying. You know, ed- anyone that doubts whether or not our club is going in a good direction, the right direction, um, mm. it's it's proven by our approach to the players that we've got now. And I, I'm pretty certain that Sam Hutchinson only signed a new contract last January. I think it's only I think he was one of the players that signed mm. a new contract a year ago. The fact that a year later we've gone back and we thought, right, we need to secure him for even longer again is um is brilliant um and just really shows where we're at right now in terms of how professionally things have been done at our football club is the players committing for that length of time as well i mean obviously as a footballer it's great to have your your next four years sorted because you never quite know where you are if you like but but to to sort of believe in the club and believe in in the well whatever it is that mr chance here and mr um hall is selling to the players to to get them to sign those contracts as well it's it's brilliant absolutely love it really really do and I, th- I think Mr. Chan Series got to take a lot, of, a lot of credit for the way the the, the Forestieri thing, dating back to Norwich and everything that you know it's, it's well documented. How he's handled it, you know, and eventually, um, you know, it's it's time to settle down now and completely put the kind of rumours and all everything to bed and just let's, let's just get on with it and and achieve the one main thing that we all want and that's getting in that that that, that division above. 
and get our stripy shirts back. Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> Ain't happening. Not happening. <laughs> now, of course, along with securing our current players, we have uh, had new players in as well. Or our new player, should I say. Uh, Mr. Fox, after all the speculation and Fudge saying, because it had gone quiet, it was utter nonsense. Um, <laughs> uh, he has now signed and he's now a Sheffield Wednesday player for the foreseeable, isn't he? Which, uh, again, it's a nice little strength and for that, that left back role, which uh, again we've got Mr. Badil back there, who um, could be a little bit more consistent, shall we say? Yes, of course, yes. Mr. Mr. Emmanuelson, who we've not seen a great deal of since he's signed, and uh, now we've got uh, Mr. Fox back there too. Um, and again, very much like the sort of Tom Lee situation when it came from Lee's, the uh, the Charlton fans don't seem to rate him very highly, do they? Yeah, they um, they would tell you that he's. Um, he's rubbish and he's certainly not been part of a particularly successful squad at, at Charlton has he um, and, and, and you know we, I, th- I think we mentioned this before we've not got a brilliant track record when it comes to signing fullbacks from Charlton have we it's Royce Wiggins yeah uh, yeah, yeah he, he didn't really do anything but look you know I mean um, I, I think our record when it comes to recruitment is pretty good and I'm, there'll probably be people that are screaming as they listen to this now saying oh well you know Abdi's been rubbish and um, naming other players that haven't done anything, but you know the jury's very much out. I think on on some of the players that we've that we've brought in. Um, but if um, you know if, if if whoever it is that's doing our recruitment sees something in this guy that thinks you know if he's playing with better quality footballs around him, then he'll um, he'll he'll rise to it. Then um, I, th- I I think it's worth having him through the door. We d- I mean we have quite a collection of left backs now as well. Don't we? So we 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 tend to play reach at left back quite a bit as well, don't we? So we've Almost got four, 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 four left backs now that we've got. Yeah, I, I think. I mean, going back, just touching back on the, about the, the players and what haven't haven't worked. You know, it, I think it's not every player is going to work out. That's just that's just fact in any club around the country. It's like when you know we've all had jobs where it's not worked out for whatever reason. And you go and find another one, and then you might excel in that one. Or, you know, you might take a, you might take two or three jobs before you find the right one um but i just just think it, it, it's um it's not time to judge the matthias and uh, and the abdis at the minute let's let's look at it at the end of the season when you know they've had a full season and, they, and if they, they both seem to be quite injury prone at the minute which is it's frustrating um but i i just just think we need to give them that bit of time and, and you know kieran lee being out is that is that a uh, an opportunity for Abdi to come in, um, and and I and I certainly think you know, let's not judge Fox before we've seen him. And and left back is I think both fullbacks are positions where we could be could be have have stronger players in there. Um, they're not. I don't think the positions that we could carry into a league above. It's a very good point, Rich. But if you ever, ever, ever accuse me of having a job in my life ever again, just remember who you're talking. Yeah. So uh, welcome, Mr. Fox. And, and I mean, the first thing I've noticed about him, if you do have a little whip through his uh, his Twitter feed, he loves a fist bump, doesn't he? Every chuffing tweet he sends out there, he's got his little fist bump on there as well. That's a bit odd. Here's a question. Where would you find all of the following in one place? Chairs, tables, beer, Vic, James, more beer, Dickyow, Eddie, more beer, and the rest of the Wednesday Week gang. That's right, it's the Riverside Cafe's new outside bar. All of your favourite lagers, ciders, soft drinks and hand pump ales are now available outside. Come and see the gang and give it a try. The Riverside Cafe's new outside bar. Now open on match days. Right, other transfer shenanigans, and these are this is a rumor section, if you like, because this is the uh, the bits and bobs we've all seen flying about. Um, of oh, course, I love uh, a rumor. Mis- love a rumor. Oh. <laughs> the rumors. Don't make them Let's just make some just... stuff up. Let's let's go through some actual rumors, and then just let's just. Can we make just up call this section? Nonsense. We call this section like the rumor lounge or something like that. <laughs> no, we can't. That's awful. Oh, Welcome to the rumor lounge. Please take your seats. Please strap yourself in for tonight's rumours. <laughs> um, so the first one that we've seen popping about is uh, Mr. McGugan. Apparently, he's been um, courted oh, by... Oh, we're not signing him, are we? He's rubbish. <laughs> no, we don't want to sign him. It'd be a waste of money. He'd just warm the bench up. He wouldn't even do that, bless him. Um, but no, he is apparently on rather large wages because he did sign a contract uh, just before the beginning of this season, didn't he? Um, so I'm assuming he's on a fair old whack and it would be nice if 
he's not going to use, which clearly we're not going to use him. Um, just get him off the books. And apparently Bolton have shown an interest, which it, the reason I find this rumour interesting, because it's, it's likely, isn't it? it it's, it's a good fit, I think, for Mr. McGuggan, that one. Because he would kill in that division. He would. Um, I, th- I think the point with regards to his wages being an issue is is is, is probably a true point. Um, he was one of those players that we signed. What it was? It was last. Uh, no, it wasn't even last summer, was it? It was the summer before uh, when when we we brought in you know a lot of players in in one summer, and and he was. He was kind of actually the marquee signing, wasn't he, when we brought him in? Really he was, was the one that all the yeah. fans loved and everything, and um, played a few games last season, and then since then, obviously things haven't really worked for him. But I suspect that there, there were other yep. clubs interested when we did sign him. So um, I'd have thought that you know we'll have um, probably rightly at the time we we will have given him a, a fairly decent contract, and and that's going to be an issue. I think that there are probably Championship clubs who've looked at him. Um, and thought he could do a job for them, and have been put off by um, the kind of wages that he's he's on on with us. Um, I'm not sure whether or not I buy the idea that uh, a club like, let's say, and I'm plucking this out of thin air just because it would be a good fit. Let's say Nottingham Forest, who oh. he's played for before, who do need some some players through the door, that they would look and decide actually he's he's not worth that money. And yet Bolton, who very nearly went out of business about six months ago that they would look at it and think oh yeah we'll pay that you know if he's on like you know 15 grand a week which is a number i'm plucking out of thin air by the way i don't i don't know anything um genuinely i, I don't know anything that's a different matter completely <laughs> um but um you know would would Bolton play that kind of money in league one i don't know it, it sounds it sounds like a good fit doesn't it but it is a lot that's of the, that's it, the it issue seems like it? a lot if, of money if he's on a good wage now would you really want to, you know, if, if you're going, I don't know, let's say you're in 20 grand a week at Hillsborough um, and, and, and Bolton offering five, what, what are you going to do? You know, you're going to sit out and earn 20 grand a week, you know? Depends out what your desire is to play football. Um, it's not just that. I mean, as a footballer, you'd think that you'd want to be in the shop window playing football because when his contract has come to win with Wednesdays and, and he's off earning whatever he's earning elsewhere, you're not going to be a sharp. You're not going to be people's eye. If he was playing, like I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Magoo when he was playing. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. I, we don't know why he's not playing, because he was brilliant. Uh, the, we popped the pressing goal out where he hit that sort of from the halfway line and, and it went in. And and he scored some really really important goals actually. Um, but if people aren't watching you do that, then when this contract does come to an end, then if you've done nothing for three years, then you, surely your value wouldn't be up there anyway on there. So thinking long term, I personally think it'd probably be good for the footballer to chuff off and, and do something elsewhere. So I don't know. That's probably why I'm not a football agent and, uh, and, and I'm sat here talking to you chaps. Um, <laughs> but yes, it would be nice to sort of free up some wages to bring other people in. Uh, another sort of interesting rumour that's been banging about as well is that Mr. Stubbs, of course, our one of our young prodigies from um, the, uh, the the youths, um, has apparently been courted by a few League One clubs as well, hasn't he? Um, he's, apparently, he's, he's, he's swimming up wonders down there. Yeah, I, I, I've I've seen tweets from a few people that tend to go to the academy games, and obviously they they won at, at Barnsley, as we talk now on Tuesday evening. It was earlier today, um, and uh, he scored one of the goals. Apparently, he's been in really really good form for the um, academy team, and and he's been putting in some really good performances to the point whereby you would you would think in slightly different circumstances he might be just starting to maybe not bang on the door of the first team, but but certainly be kind of wrapping a finger or two around it um, and maybe close to making a, a couple of appearances on the bench. With us bringing McManaman in, uh, that probably puts him a little bit further away in the pecking order, doesn't it? So it would make sense. I can kind of see where they're coming from as well, that they want to to, to get these players, you know, uh, teach them their the, the trade, for want of a better term, actually in Sheffield in S6. But Absolutely. Th- th- there's, there's got to be... I mean, if you look at... Um, and I... And I, I pay less attention to this than I do to the FA Cup, but that um, EFL trophy, whatever it's called, the Checker Trade trophy, you see most of the time that the, it's the League One, the League Two teams are beating the academy teams of Championship and even Premier yeah. League clubs. Um, and that shows that you know they're a, a, a stage on from where those academy teams are, are at. So it's a different sort of experience that players are going to get going out on loan. And I think it's 
it's it's commendable that we that we want to oversee their development. But there's a reason that Chelsea have got whatever it is, 72 players out on loan or whatever. Out loan, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a reason that Manchester United have got players in probably all all three um, EFL um, divisions. Um, same with you know Man City, Arsenal. They've all got players out on loan at places, and that's because it's a system that does work. Um, mm. And and there's there's reasons to dislike it. Um, of course there is, but it, at the moment it is the best way of developing um, players. And I think it's I, I I think we as fans just need to see a little bit more in terms of our younger players developing because we've had maybe one or two that have come through that that system. But I think we need to feel now like we've got another one or two that are pretty close. And um, you know I think back to the the Cambridge game right at the start of the season where we saw two or three players that, that got an outing in that game who I've not heard anything of since. Um, you know, I'm disappointed that they didn't get a run out on, on Sunday against Middlesbrough. I thought that would have been a really good opportunity for, for some of their players to get some um, experience. I think sending sending them out on loan is, is the next best thing now. We're, we're not in any cup competitions. We're not going to need them for the first team. Let's get them out and get some football. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, right, other little bits for the the transfer lounge is he's going to be no the rumor the rumor sorry the rumor oh, this is going to be a hashtag transfer lounge sounds like it sounds like a program that Sky Sports would run um, on on, <laughs> right. on deadline day like quite early in the evening not before it gets exciting but like <laughs> it, now time for the transfer lounge and it also sounds like a really crap Twitter account that just makes stuff up. It also sounds like a program that was on Channel Four last Thursday, maybe last Wednesday night, uh, about a, a certain establishment in Sheffield. If, if, if you all saw that, <laughs> sounds a bit like that transfer lounge. That's the transfer lounge. Okay, transfer, <laughs> what you like? <laughs> um, other little bits and bobs then. We've seen <laughs> different sort of balls we're talking there, aren't we? Oh, oh dear, um, Mr. Winnall. Uh, from Barnsley, uh, apparently uh, there's been some some rather strong rumours popped about actually from some from reputable sources that uh, we've been interested in uh, uh, Mr. Winnall as a striker coming to Wednesday. There's been some interesting prices knocking about for this chap as well. Uh, the one I've seen is uh, 500k, which, if true, would be ridiculous because that'd be a bargain, wouldn't it? I'd, I'd pay that myself and just keep him as a pet. At that money, because um, that—I mean—that's ridiculous. I don't buy that at all. I don't think that that's true. I don't think no, that's true. No, I, I think no. he's a, a two, three million pound player. Now, um, th- this is—I I reckon there could be something in this, and and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm generally quite cautious when it comes to um, the, the rumor lounge. Um, but <laughs> he is—he's out of—he's out of contract in the summer, and um, through my connections at work, I, I, you know, a few people have said to me that. He's made it pretty clear that he's not really got any interest in signing a new contract with Barnsley. So he's going to go in the summer for nothing. So you would think common sense is that they'll, um, you know, they'll, they'll look to try and get something for him while they can. And they're going to want to do it earlier in the window rather than later in the window because they're going to want to use that money to go out and buy a replacement. So that means that they can't necessarily hold clubs to, to random. They're going to look to, to take a, a bid sooner rather than later if they are going to sell. So it does seem like something that would have legs. He's been at Barnsley for a couple of years now. If he's settled in this area, it's a logical move for him. I think the other club that I've heard that, that have been quite strongly linked with him are, are, are Brentford. And obviously that's a much bigger move then because he's off down to um, off down to London. I don't think they'll be offering anything like what we're likely to be offering in terms of wages because they have a, a, a much stricter wage structure down there than... Um, We'll just pay anyone anything, won't we? So we don't mind. Um, <laughs> so um, yeah, it, it sounds to me, it sounds like the, I, I can I can see it. I can I can see this one. But then I, you know, I'd say the same about um, the the room that's been knocking around about Danny Ward as well, which I, I don't know if mm. is one whether or not you're going to bring that up. That's another one where you kind of think I I can I can see that it does make sense. I think it's another player. I don't know if it's out of contract this summer actually, but um, if if not, he's not, he's not got a massive amount of time left on his um, his contract at, at Rotherham. Um, probably unlikely to want to stay there. He'll want a, a move where he's going to get a bit more money. So again, that's another one where I could just kind of think, yeah, I can see that. I can see that happening. But I think that Winall is a better player. I think I think you look at the stats, I'm just looking at the stats now on, on Wiki, and Sam, Sam Winnell's got uh, 40 goals in 95. So he's near as damn it, one, one in two. Uh Danny Ward's got um, 16 in 72. So, you know, that probably answers your question there that uh, 
which which the better the better the better one of the two would be uh, and 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 win all I, I think it, it does sound you know it's it's worth it if 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 the half a million quid that's in the that 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 um, that paper that um, reputes to tell a lots of lots of truths um, then uh, <laughs> you know which one I'm talking about um, then um, then that that'd be a bargain. Yeah, it would. It'd be an absolute steal and, and a cracking bit of business as well. Uh, right, Trash, uh, do you guys have anything else before we uh, open the door and uh, pop out of the um, the room? Lounge? Close the door on the room lounge. <laughs> yeah, is anything about Jordan Rhodes? Anything, oh. about, anything about, on, on Twitter about him? You had to spoil it, didn't you? We're having a lovely time in the room lounge and you come along with your drum and bass music and just spoil everything. <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourself. I'm phone, um, <laughs> Close the window. <laughs> I mean, genuine, genuine question, right? If if we were to bring in a, a, a striker on a on a permanent deal, let's say that we bring in Winall, um, would we still be looking to bring in Rhodes as well on loan? Do you but think? The rumor is that there's three strikers going out though. Okay, so who? Bus, uh, Bus Joao. Yeah, well, he doesn't really and, count, does he? And Anuio was the name I saw mentioned. Yeah. Um, Joao, I, I imagine if he goes out, he'll go out on loan, and I think that would yeah, make sense. Yeah. Uh, New you, um, I, I, I've said a few times, I'm not really sure that he offers us that much anymore, and it's probably um, his time for him to go yeah. somewhere else where he can offer them something. Um, uh, Sergio Bush is, you know, he's 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 gone, isn't he? Really, he's he's not he's not going to get anywhere near the first team ever again. No, so no. I, I I think we rule him out of the equation anyway. Um, so yeah, I mean, maybe maybe if if New Year and and Joao are, are, are going to be going, then maybe we do need two strikers two. in. Yeah. It yeah. wouldn't be a, a bad old swap, that would it? New Year and Joao out, win all and Rhodes in. I'd, I'd probably yeah. take that. Yeah, I'd take that. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Of course, we uh, hopefully have the uh, return of one of our strikers rather soon as well. Uh, Mr. Hooper did play in the under-23 games against Barnsley as well and stuck to in, which is, is not terribly surprising. But it's nice to see him running around on a football pitch again, isn't he? Yeah, I think I think we've missed him. We, cer- we yeah. certainly missed um, that kind of player um, in the team. And um, I think, you know... The, uh, whether you know, probably get a place on the bench against. Um, we playing on Saturday now. I can't remember. Huddersfield. Thank you. Um, and I think probably a place on the bench. So you know, it's good to good to see him back and uh, hopefully getting the first team to score some goals there. Lots and yeah. lots and lots and lots of lovely goals. A bit marvellous. A few things have come from that game. Of course, the first thing was uh, Mr. Stobbs and, and how well he played, which has sparked the rumours. second thing is uh, Mr. Hooper and his two goals. And the third thing, I don't know if you guys saw this earlier on Twitter. Um, if you don't follow this, by the way, uh, the Wednesday Youth um, is a Twitter feed, which does a Youth. fantastic job Oof. Um, <laughs> of, uh, of covering the Wednesday matches and things. And um, he popped up on Twitter telling saying, uh, Samido makes a, a, a blinding double tackle on Patrick and Preston. Preston is Wednesday's left winger. So, <laughs> Mr. Semedo um, actually tackled one of his own players, proving the fact that you'll never get past Semedo, even if you're on the same chuffing team. Fair play, well, Mr. Semedo. Fair well, play. While, while we're on the subject of Semedo, did either of you read the story today, and I think it was in the Star, about the um, the players' Amsterdam trip? Um, I, I think they were giving... Um, have they all got chlamydia? Is that what you're going to tell us? <laughs> Funnily enough, no, it's not. Oh, all right. No, we had that before they went. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, they were giving um, Mr. Smedo quite a quite a lot of grief about him and uh, his 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 mate in uh, in in Madrid, um, and um, apparently FaceTimed uh, Ronaldo uh, while he's with the other guys and just oh, really uh, shut them all up. So, like you do. Yeah, That's absolutely we all do that. Reason. Yeah, I think it was in the start today. It was yeah, it was fantastic that. Yeah, <laughs> that. Oh, you're not really friends with Ronaldo here then. Facetime him. There we go. <laughs> Two fingers up to you guys. <laughs> it was also said that um, he's, he's looking forward to a trip to Hillsborough one day as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. He's been in the papers be again, hasn't he? Um, in the last couple of days, he's he's said something about how. Um, if we get promoted to the Premier League, he wants to be at Hillsborough to see it or something along those kind yeah. of lines. Um, it's just weird, isn't it, for for us? I mean, you know, we know that we're a club that's got a lot of history, but you know, for for anyone that that wasn't following English football probably twenty years ago, they'll 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 see Sheffield Wednesday as a fairly average 
team, weren't they, in, in the second tier at best. Mm. Um, the fact that the, the probably now undisputed greatest footballer in the world, because he won another bloody award, didn't he, yesterday? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, not only knows who we are, but knows a hell of a lot about us. It's just, it's such a strange thought. It's um, it's brilliant, but it's just weird, isn't it? The fact that he sat around and talked about Sheffield Wednesday with people—that's brilliant. You'd love to think he was some kind of fan, but obviously he's just mates with some media, and that's that's it's as, that's that's as far as it goes, I think. But, I, I wonder oh. if after a, a Real Madrid game, he gets his phone out, gets the Sky Sports uh, score centre <laughs> on his phone, and looks straight to Championship Sheffield Wednesday. Oh, the one, brilliant. I can guarantee that Samido sent him a Wednesday shirt for Christmas or something, can't you? He'd be, he'd be walking around his palace in his Wednesday shirt quite happily, I would imagine. Uh, oh, even better, a Wednesday onesie. Imagine him wandering around in a Wednesday onesie that Samido sent him Are for you Christmas. fantasising, my lord? Hang on. I've finished. Right. So, um... <laughs> Do you know what, right? This is a true story about Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, he is very useful for me when it comes to drinking tea. Because I generally find people are terrible at making tea. People make milky tea. It's like witch piss. It's it's horrible. People can't make tea. (laughs) And so I explain to people, I have strong tea with just a drop of milk, the same color as Cristiano Ronaldo's skin. And they get that. They understand that. And if, if people can make tea that's the same color as Cristiano Ronaldo, then it's good tea. There you go. There's a tip for you. If you like strong tea... There's a tip for you. You can have that one for free. I'm going to say the most controversial thing you've ever heard on this podcast. What is tea about? It's so overrated. Oh, tea, shmee. Let's um, not start uh, that one. Sorry, you, you, just, you just sit there and touch yourself thinking about the FA Cup. <laughs> Whether you're celebrating a birthday, a wedding or anniversary... Maybe you've passed your driving test, or you've landed a new job. Well, whatever your reason for a party, the Riverside Cafe is the perfect location on Catch Bar Lane overlooking Hillsborough Stadium. To inquire about hiring us for your function, call 07989-856-054 or 0114-232-6121. Uh, one little bit of, of interesting transfer news. There was a, a little Twitter, uh, sorry, a little tweet sent out earlier from um, Sheffield Wednesday when we just let people know that uh, there was some information coming. And there was a little tweet from, uh, again, second time in two weeks, Mr. Clinton Morrison, um, letting know that yeah. he's going to be coming back uh, as player coach as well. So I don't think we'd be too sad to see Clinton come back. Not at all, not at all. He, he, I, I remember on his, his goal against Charlton when he uh, he ran the full length of the pitch and uh, yeah yeah he's yeah he's a yeah, I think he's one of the kind of players we like but I, yeah. I wouldn't go for, as far as use the L word but he was a a player that we liked absolutely absolutely I'm not I'm not sure his pace is quite what we're after in <laughs> um, in this day and age um, however I've heard that we're after um, a, a foreign striker I think he's is it Patrick Clivert who were um, <laughs> Oh, we're after him we're, again, are we? Yeah. We're after, yeah. Apparently, yeah, I mean, yeah he's yeah. probably the latter stage of his um, of his um, career, but um, I think he'll do a great job for us. Really good. I heard yeah, that Mister Mister Cahill's getting a little bit bored at Chelsea, so uh, clearly, obviously, in his retirement, he's going to come and play for Wednesday as a centre back. So I, I think that's probably something that's going to happen uh, this uh, transfer as well. That'd be brilliant, wonderful. And Mister Vardy's, uh, there has been some 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 news out there that uh, Vardy's. Um, welcomed into the world his first child as well a lovely little baby boy that's been born now clearly he's not going to want to bring that baby up in leicester is he he wants to be a proper yorkshire boy so he's gonna to have to move back to south yorkshire he's gonna to have to come back to the bosom of sheffield and of course isn't he gonna to need to make a living while he's here isn't he so get him in the door absolutely these i tell you what this transfer rumor nonsense is easy isn't it i think i'm going to set up a, a twitter account um at least i've got some substance what, um, what, what would you what would you call it the rumor lounge yes <laughs> i'm go, i'm going to see whether or not that that username's actually taken on um, on twitter because if not we're having it there, there genuinely is a room uh, a golf club in sheffield called that <laughs> oh, there's not bit. We're going to sue them for copyright. Um, <laughs> uh, right. The rumor lounge already exists on um, oh, on oh. Twitter. Um, guess how many followers? 
12. No. 17. No. Oh. I'll give you a clue. It's less than one. Ah. <laughs> Guess how many uh, they're following. Again, I'll give you a clue. It's less than one. Oh, see, that's just disappointing. What's the avatar? Guess, what? guess how many tweets? No clues. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Is it, is, it less than is, it, is it an egg for a head? Uh, it's not even that. It's completely blank. Oh. However, uh, have a look. Uh, this might be just actually. This might be my phone playing up because I've also just searched for SWFC Rumor Lounge, which it also <laughs> reckons is an account with a blank uh, profile picture with zero followers, <laughs> uh, zero following, and zero tweets. So I think my phone is lying to me. I don't think those counts exist. So Rumor Lounge, make it happen. <gasps> Absolutely. Absolutely. So, it really annoys me though because when when you have these these marvelous little Twitter handles that are a bit lovely for things that you're doing, there is actually because obviously my Twitter handle is l zero rd underscore h. Um, if you type in at Lord H on Twitter, <laughs> would you like to hazard a guess at how many followers he has? Um, is it less than one? It's it's slightly more than one. Uh, it's it's is less it than six. It's less than six. Five. Wow. <laughs> And guess um, how many is following? See, this, it's a very this similar is, number. <laughs> this this has always interested me, um, and I've I've never got around to asking because I, I kind of guessed that you know Lord H would have gone, but uh, Lord H just with a zero instead of a, an O had that also gone as well, which meant you had to put the underscore in. Yep. Really? <laughs> Someone's really? got L zero R D H. Yep. <laughs> My original one was actually Lord Hillsborough, but it was rather long, and it took up lots of characters when people were trying to tweet at me. Um, so that's why we had to squish it down a little bit, if you like. Um, what about Lord just... of the Lounge? Maybe that could be your... <laughs> the Rumor, the rumor yeah, Lounge yeah, doesn't yeah. exist. The <gasps> Rumor Lounge it, does, does it. not exist. Bag Get it live it. on the podcast, Rich. Bag it live on the podcast. You may notice, by the way, if you if you search for at Grumpy Old Owls, that uh, that account is also taken. Possibly by someone that sat on this podcast right now. <laughs> really? Do one of us own Grumpy Old Owls? Maybe we do, yes. <laughs> Are you planning a spin-off podcast yet? Oh, that, there is a Grumpy Old Owls. Egg for a head, egg for a head. I couldn't possibly comment. <laughs> do you want to guess how many followers Grumpy Old Owls has got? I'll give you a clue. Zero. It's less than one. <laughs> I bet it's got more than that now. Have you just followed it? Yes. <laughs> First follower, woohoo. <laughs> one follower. <laughs> we all have to start somewhere, don't we, boys and girls? At one point, we all had one follower. Um, right, <laughs> let's, let's, let's move on quickly. Um, we have the visit of Uddersfield at Ellsborough. And um, this is going to be quite an important match, I think. Um, obviously, we've had... An interesting December and, and, and not a great start to the year, but this one, top six team, Uddersfield have been flying at the beginning of the season. Then they had a, a spurt where it just all went a bit wrong for them, but they have, with their points, sort of clawed their way into that, um, that playoff spot and they don't seem to be very easy to shift, do they? Um, now, obviously, we beat them earlier in the season at their place as well, which was spiffing. It's always nice to beat the Aurors. Um, but this one... I don't know what you chaps think. I think we need to go out all guns chuffing blazing on this one and really, really cement our place after what has been a disappointing couple of results. We, we've got a really disjointed few weeks ahead now, haven't we, because of the Brentford game being, um, being moved. So it means that we've got Huddersfield this Saturday, then we've got Brighton a week on Friday, um, and then we've not got a game for, 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 for more than more than two weeks, isn't it? Because we, we play on the Friday and then we've not got a game. It, it's probably... It's probably as bang on two weeks. It'll be the Friday, two weeks after that, that we, we play again. So we've got these two really important games coming up um, where we've got, you know, we've not got midweek games. We're able to really put our all into these these two games. And I think that there's been this bit of negativity knocking around. I think that these next two games are, are, are really, really, really important. They they could well be kind of season-defining games. We We have to look at Huddersfield coming to Hillsborough, regardless of where they are in the league. And, and you know, they, they went back up to third, didn't they, a couple of weeks ago for uh, for a while. They might even still be third now, I'm not mm-hmm. sure. Um, 
you know, it, it's a game that we have to win, isn't it? There's no other way of looking at it. It's it's a home game. It's against another team that's up there or thereabouts with us. You know, if we're if we're serious about this season, um, then it is it's a game that we have to be winning. It really is a game that we have to win. Um, and that's the only way I can look upon it at the moment, really. You know, it's, it, it won't be the end of the world if we draw, but it's really hard to kind of look and think, well, you know, we're, we're, we've still got a good shot this season of, of, of making a dent towards that, that top two if we aren't beating Huddersfield at, at Hillsborough. We've got to do it. Well, that's the thing. We've not done terribly badly um, this season against top six clubs have we we actually played quite well which is a big difference from last season where we didn't beat any chuffer up there either did we uh, obviously in the league itself which was really really rubbish so I, I just really 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 hope that the Wednesdays get behind the team on this one because is it me or is it the atmosphere at Hillsborough becoming a, an issue as well it was rubbish against Wolves it really was poor against Wolves yeah um, whether, whether how big the crowd was yeah, I mean that might have just been maybe it's just an extended um, New Year hangover or something. I don't know, but um, the fact that the game never really got going didn't help matters. Um, and I think following on from the Preston game, there was maybe a little bit of a, um, a a bit of a negative feel around the place. And I think that the there the, the would have been potential for that going into the Huddersfield game. I think the fact that we've you know we've 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 brought in we've brought in a new player all right you know um fox is not um he's not going to be you know signing of the season um uh, but you know we've got fernando now on a, a new long term deal we've got hutchinson on a long term deal there's enough there to give us that that positive feel to be able to go into this game and thinking yeah let's let's get right behind the the the, the boys they, they they need us we need to be that 12th man um and i really i really hope that there's that there is that positive feel about the place and that people really do get behind them because like i said this could be season defining you know if we beat huddersfield and we go to brighton and we get a result then the the table's looking very different and our season's looking very different to maybe how um, a lot of people are, are looking at it at the moment. You know, it can it can turn in that matter of two games. Um, stranger things have happened than us going to Brighton and winning. You know, we we did it. We went to Newcastle and we won. There's no reason that we can't go to Brighton and and, and win. But um, you know, we've we we we're still in it. We're still up there. We're we're still in a really good position, and um, we've got to do our bit for this next few weeks. We've got to do our bit. I, th- I think I, I was talking to a few people um, on Sunday. Well, at um kids football and um i think what the general content there's one guy that was on a car last times ago which i thought you know but that was you know i, I don't agree with whatsoever but i think the general consensus is it's performances that are, that are letting us down and yeah we're getting the points and yeah we're getting the clean sheets and and all this kind of stuff but i think it's now we need we now need to kind of give the team needs to give performances that the fans are deserved because it's it's it has been a long slog. Even though we've been grinding results out, we need this this six niller. And I'm not saying that's going to happen against Huddersfield, but we do need that kind of game where we we do prop up somebody to the sword, whether it would just be a, a really comfortable three nil, two nil win or whatever. And, and we just you know we put on a really good performance. Then it, it's time to start doing that and doing it a little bit more regular than we're doing now. Oh, Starting with Huddersfield. Starting with us, that's their spirit, Obi. Yes, it has been a bit frustrating, all this, this Carlos out nonsense and bits and bobs like that as well. And we've seen something similar. Obviously, uh, there was a chap on Twitter earlier, and I forgive me, I forget the chap's name, but he went through various Twitter accounts and uh, retweeted when people were saying that Hutchinson was a liability when he was getting jelly cards and chopping people down. And there was lots and lots yes. and lots of those tweets. That was, um, that was Des, wasn't it? Yes, that's the chap, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and and it was brilliant, and and those people look like utter titties. They really, really did. And I think hopefully we'll be able to do something rather similar um, when uh, when we are um, sort of solidified in these playoff spots, and when we are either off to Wembley again, or dare I say, in the top two. And uh, and and people can look back at these Carlos out tweets and just destroy the people that have, 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 have sent those tweets. I mean, um, Louis Shackshaft, uh, obviously been on the podcast, lovely chap, um, loves a bit of a Wednesday stat as well. Um, stuck out Carlos's stats and quite simply managed 75 games, won 33, drawn 22, lost 20, win ratio 44%. That's really bloody good, isn't it? 
Really, really is bloody uh, good. For, for, for it our, been our re- the best in for, a number of years, won't it for us? For oh. our, rec- our recent past, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Absolutely, and, and the thought of of, of sacking Carlos is he no. can't cross anybody's mind, and, and and I'm sure that after we've seen these players that have signed four year deals, and obviously Westwood signed a contract, and then a year later signed an extension to his contract, and, and Mr. Chantilly is looking ahead, 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 ahead all the time for a long, long term. And and Carlos has to be the key to that long term plan, doesn't now, he? Now's not the time to rock that particular boat. It's no. ridiculous. It's no. crazy. You, you, you don't get you if you can find me a, a club that's that sacked the manager when they were sixth in the championship, and it's it's proved to be the right decision. Then um, mm, absolutely. I, and I'm racking my brain now because I'm thinking maybe there is one. But um, Birmingham were close, weren't they? Uh, when they got rid of Rowett, was that they were out with the eighth when yeah, they got rid of Rowett? I, I, I just think that you know, time after time, you see clubs do it because it's the the, the quick fix. I think that people that are saying that we need to sack Carlos, that they're, they're coming up with uh, an answer to a question that no one's asking. You know, that there isn't anything. Yeah. A couple of performances have not been brilliant, um, but we got results out of those games, um, and that's what you want. Every, every club, n- no one storms the championship and plays brilliantly week in, no, no, week no. out. All you ask is that the games where, where it doesn't work for you, where you're not playing well, if you still manage to get something out of those games, then that's a real positive. And you've got to take that positive and think, right, well, you know, we know that the players that we've got are good enough. There, there can't be anyone that's genuinely questioning that. Um, you know, if, if there's any club, I've said this on the podcast, I don't know how many times, but if there's any club that that knows the fact that just changing your manager does not solve your problems, it's yeah. Sheffield Wednesday. So just just stop it now. Just stop it with all this Carlos out rubbish because it, it is not the answer to any problem. Um, and what what we need to do is have faith, stick with them, give them our support, and um, you know that we, we we will reap the rewards for it. I'm sure. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, right then, ladies and gents, that's going to bring us to an end of this week's show. Just before we pop off, do you guys have any little bits for this evening? Well, not really. All, all I was going to mention is my um, I had my first non-league Saturday of the season um, weekend weekend gone. Um, firstly, I feel I feel quite bad about the fact that it's taken until January for me to have my first um, non-league Saturday because um, I normally try and do three or four in a in a season but um you know it's taken a while but um went to Hallam on Saturday had a really good day out they won was it 4-0 in the end that's um, correct also witnessed probably one of the <laughs> worst misses that I've ever seen there is a video <laughs> knocking around on on Twitter of that which was quite astonishing um and a, a you know serious serious effort involved in missing that chance it was so easy uh but yeah really good day um it was good to see um John Newsom was there um yes, who was. everyone everyone will remember great to see uh, an ex pro turning out to um support the uh, the non league guys and um yeah a really good day out so um just want to mention that and I would say you know we've got I might have mentioned earlier that we've got a period of quite a few weekends coming up where we've not got games on Saturday. Anyone that does need a bit of a football fix, seriously, if you've not done it before, and it doesn't matter who it is, whether it's Hallam, whether it's Sheffield FC, whether you fancy jumping on a train and, and going through to see Worksop, you know, do if you've got a spare Saturday, go and support one of the non-league teams in in this area because they are teams where literally every penny does make a difference and you will Absolutely see some right. proper good honest football and you'll have a laugh and you can have you can stand at the side of the pitch with a beer in your hand and watch football the way that it was meant to be watched in when when it was first created so um you know seriously do give it some thought do think about doing it and you might just see me there and you can laugh at me <laughs> that's what it is. I'll be wearing a stupid bobble hat you could do that someone actually did that on Saturday someone sent me a tweet over a picture of the back of my head saying nice hat Marriott <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm slightly biased as you know but uh, I mean literally you said it's Sheffield FC Hallam FC Stocksbridge Worksop Hansworth all around the, you know, works up all around the local area where literally for a tenner you can go and watch a game of football have a pint and have a pie and you know, so you know, when 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 Wednesday are at home, go, go and give them your support because, like like you said, it's, it's, from experience now, every little penny does count for those clubs. And and the thing is, we we 
we're lucky in the area as well, aren't we? Because we've got such a rich vein of non-league football Absolutely. in this area, yeah. and 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 the history's on your doorstep, and the football, it's it's just proper proper football, isn't it? Um, it's like watching Miss um, Dudgeonson just destroy people. Oh, where where else in the world could you go and watch? The oldest, the, the world's first football club play, and and watch it at the old, watch another team at the world's oldest football ground. Absolutely, Absolutely. nowhere. Certainly. Um, right, my one little bit for this week, and I've I've, I've whipped out my book, boys and girls, because this is my last chance to show Jay the magic of the FA Cup. I'm going to give it one last. All right, and... go on then. Let's see what you've got. Right. On this day, Saturday, uh, Saturday the 10th of January, <coughs> 1925, a brace from Harold Hill. Um, he scored two in Harold, the FA Cup. Harold? Harold Hill. <laughs> this is 1925. <laughs> Harold probably finished his game and then went back down the mine to, to finish his shift. But he scored two um, against fellow second division side at Manchester United. Long time ago, chance. <laughs> long time yeah. ago. Um, now, before the tie started the Manchester United um, mascot who was a one-legged man um, hopped across the pitch <laughs> in, in, in a blue white you're making this up aren't you are you just <laughs> making it up we're, we're back in the realm of fantasy in the bloody transfer lounge now aren't we the rumour lounge I swear to god it says in this book that it was treated to the sight of the Man United mascot a one-legged man dressed in a wet, red and white hoops hopping around the pitch now, if not, that's not going to give you the magic of the FA Cup, Jay. You're dead inside. What? Sorry, what was the guy's name again? Was it Harold Hill? Harold Hill <laughs> secured a 2-0 victory in the FA Cup over fellow second division side Manchester United. So, you genuinely tell me you used to have a player called Harry Hill that used to play for us? <laughs> you used to have a player called Harry Hill that played for Wednesdays in 1925. I wonder if they did the thing called... whereby someone sat there going, hmm, <laughs> I like the Manchester United mascot and I like the Sheffield Wednesday mascot, but who do I like the most? There's only one way to decide. Hop! Oh, <laughs> and one of them lost a leg. So, I'm sorry, Jay. I'm sorry. <laughs> that is the magic of their makeup. It's been happening a long time. <laughs> Where else do you get that? <laughs> Yeah, I like I like the fact that to go back to a side where people cared about the FA Cup, you had to go back to 1925. Very good. But that just was this on this particular day. If you'd like me to find some other examples, Pre James, I am more than happy to. Um, <laughs> uh, right then, ladies and gents, thank you so so much for joining us, James. If people would like to find your bits and bobs over there on Twitter, where can we do that? I'll be. Uh, yeah, it's at Grumpy Old Owls. Oh, no, I'm not using that one yet. It's at, <laughs> at James Marriott. Um, and uh, yeah, back to normal. Saturday, three o'clock kickoff um, this weekend. We make the most of it because it's a long time before we've got another one. So um, yeah, in the Riverside as normal, come and say hi. Fantastical. Mr. I forgot your name then. Mr. Davies, Obi, <laughs> where can people find you well, over there I, on Twitter? I, I, was, I was just going to go a similar kind of vein, but... James has stole me thunder, but I was going to say at the rumor lounge, but <laughs> it's just at Dickie L. Um, although you might see the rumor lounge perk into life, maybe. I think you've got you've, you've got to say it in a certain way. You've got to, you've got to say it with a real smoothness to your voice. When the you're rumor going, lounge. You find me at the rumor lounge. <laughs> it's all gone a bit babe station <laughs> uh, <laughs> of course if you'd like to find me over there on the Twitch you can do that at L0RD underscore H rather than at Lord H underscore I'm very posh you know and I might have had a drink um, so you can find me over there as well of course you can get all the podcast at TWWcast as well you can find us on the Facebooks you can find us on the YouTubes you can find us everywhere where you can find social media and again we will be popping out our videos of previous battles versus Huddersfield if you'd like to check those out as well again there was some caucus uh, that was stuck out against um, Middlesbrough as well, and people do seem to be enjoying them, don't they, Richie? Or being over there on socials, they you're at. certainly do, yeah. Yeah, they were uh, so uh, a few, few views what, on there. What's your hashtag for this one? Hashtag Oh, but do you not have, because you normally have, like, you know, like. Um, you no, know, it's a build up to Uddersfield without an A. So it's just build up to. You can't be like, run up to Udders. That doesn't work, does it? <laughs> run up to Udders, um, no. Again, it's going to be Babe Station there. Yeah, I'll Milk think, it, I, Milk I'll it keep, Udders, no, something, you know. I'll keep working <laughs> on this one. 
<laughs> but if you do want to see our usual hashtag for that particular feature, you can do that at, uh, not, not at, not at all. Uh, you can do that at hashtag TWWRewind and you'll see all the nonsense there. And if yeah, you do have any um, thoughts or, or feelings or beautiful memories on the uh, Huddersfield games of the past, please do get in contact and send your bits and bobs as well. It has been a pleasure as always, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so, so much for joining us. Be good, be safe, and we shall see you real soon. See you <laughs> Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points, back of the net. Lubosh. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.